0: Welcome to Where To Your Mother podcast, the voice of two single mothers sharing our ups and downs and our highs and lows about parenting and all the stories and experiences that go along with it.
1: Mother podcast, I am Michelle. I am, I'm really conscious how so my name. Why? Because <laughs> of what H said last week. What, you say Ben Nita? Yeah, I'm just, I'm B. That's all I'm gonna say. I feel like I say my name weird.
0: Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we have a special guest in the building with us. So, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Hello, I'm Stavros.
0: Stavros. So, anybody welcome Stavros, by the way. Thank you. So, um, anybody who has listened to our one of our previous episodes, maybe two, three episodes ago, yeah, maybe. Mummy shaming. Anyway, <laughs> you might have heard of Stavros on that episode. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it first. And then listen to this episode, because it should be interesting. Um, but anyway, on that episode, we talked about some tweets, a little Twitter conversation that we'd had between ourselves yes. and Mr Stavros.
2: I forgot about that, you know.
0: <laughs> you forgot about it? Well, yeah. I had to mention it.
2: Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. talk about that if We're going
0: to start with that, just to get that <laughs> out of the way. Cool. <laughs> so, anybody who, yeah, didn't hear that episode, we had, um, we talked about some tweets, uh, a conversation that we'd had on Twitter. Do you remember what you said?
2: Uh, the essence was: I wouldn't go out if I was single. I wouldn't go out with somebody that had a child, because, th- in essence, in essence, stripped down to its bare roots, okay, which, all right, which we will flesh out. <laughs> yeah, is the child was at in, at some point a mistake? Chances are,
0: right? Okay.
2: Or the situation the person found himself in was a mistake. The woman,
0: right? Yes. So we talked about well, mostly Benita talks about more.
1: Yeah, now you, now you. I've heard you say it like out loud. Yes, I kind of get it, but I remember seeing it, I was just like, hmm? "Like what?" I mean,
2: I think it sounds worse the way I put it. Than I the think way it, wrote it
1: sounded worse the way you just <laughs> said it than the way it was written, to be honest. Because when I wrote that.
2: it, I think because I, I understood that it's, it might offend people, so I actually tried to explain myself. Yeah, the way but it just was just said now, to, I just to me bang.
1: sounded worse because yeah. that was just more like mistake. I mean, I guess in today's society, it's more than likely that if you meet someone a woman who is a single parent it may come across as that 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 was a mistake i'm doing like commas Mm -hmm. quotations Um, yeah but then at the same time you get to know that person and their situation could be completely different in a sense yeah but but what like what like could have just been a really a failed relationship and a out then, of that relationship was a child. I mean, yes, it, but you could say that child was a mistake,
2: though. The situation was a mistake. That's why I said, "Okay, I'm married. Okay, I have, I have a child. Okay, which is why I'm here. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> and if if my marriage failed, then this, then the fact I have a child outside of my marriage is a mistake, because that's not what I wanted. So unless that's what you wanted, right? If you wanted to have a child by yourself, which is the examples I gave. So uh, let, me, let, me, let me defend myself and pressure <laughs> out a bit. I said there are examples where if a woman is uh, single and she just wants to have a child and she adopts or she does IVF or she does something where she feels that she's happy to have this child be- with no man involved. And she goes out of her way to do that. Or for some reason, she decides that she's going to have a child with a certain person knowing, let's say, hopefully they both know this is what's going to happen. You're just going to impregnate me. And then the relationship, that's, that's the end of our relationship. I will take things forward. That is not a mistake because that's a choice you've made. If you didn't make the choice to be a single mother, then you made a mistake. And yeah, that's it, because you didn't make that mistake. So I don't make the choice to be a single father. If I, my relationship breaks up, then that's a mistake. So I'm just very like blunt with my words. It might I can, I can make it sound nice, but I don't have to. Because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to. No, so, and
0: that's the way I took it to start with in the first place, really. That some at some point, the decisions you've made, not necessarily that your child is a mistake, but the decisions you've made equal to some sort of mistake. But then my only thing was, there's a lot of mistakes that happen. So is it only people who end up with children who have made a mistake that you'd be like, no? Or is it anybody who's made a mistake in their life? Because there are a lot of mistakes that could happen in life is it just a write off of people who make mistakes because that's quite hard no, obviously everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. not can't, you
2: can't just write people off just for making mistakes But you did
0: that's what you said no no
2: no but this, <laughs> in this case a child is so important for me I, I'm, very, I'm really yes. serious about being a father yeah? mm. and I think yes. people should be serious about being parents so because of that because of that it's so important if you're making mistakes with that no offence but then what else can you make mistakes with because there's not much in fact there are no bigger mistakes you can make than messing up a child's life that's the biggest but then mistake that's you can make assuming
0: in life. that that child's life is messed up because realistically you might not be in a relationship with the person that you had a child with, mm. but both parents could be equally involved in that child's life and they have a great life and their child their life is not messed up yeah is that a mistake?
2: Yeah because the the ideal for a child is to have two parents present.
0: that's the thing though you see why Sometimes I disagree though Sometimes Because Uh, I do feel like A lot of people Are very like You need two parents You need two parents But Again this would be a mistake But if you Had a child with somebody Who was not Necessarily the healthiest Human being You know Not a kind of person Who you know I don't know, their their ideals or their, their morals, just things with them are not quite right, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily want your child to end up being an emulation of that an emulation of that person. Yes. Yeah? And you stay with that person and you raise a child with them, knowing that this person is not the person that you want your child to be, mm-hmm. that child isn't going to end up any better than someone else's child who you didn't raise that person with just because you stayed with them so that you'd be in a relationship.
2: True. So I always believe that and when I say that, I mean two good parents. Because two good parents. I don't, I, I don't parents. <laughs> assume uh, the, the default is bad. Or maybe, maybe it is, but m- what I'm saying is two good parents are better than one good parent. So if you count yourself as a good person, you should find another good person and have a child with them. If you make a mistake and have a child with somebody that, that is not a good person, then you shouldn't you should have been there in the first place. I, yes, I and do agree with that. I've, I've been in relationships with, with people that I wouldn't have thought would have been, been the best mothers. And if I had a child with them, I would have made that mistake. I, to be honest, I was just lucky you ladies are a bit younger than me around, around about the same age that you were having children I could have had a child and I would have just and I would have had a child I was just lucky not it wasn't that I was more sensible than anybody else it wasn't that I was more diligent than anybody else I was just lucky okay. I was just lucky that I didn't have a child with that person
0: yeah and that's that's the thing though I do I agree with that sometimes because I do feel like sometimes people who are in relationships in happy relationships who have children mm-hmm. are a little bit like there's a little bit of snobbery oh 100% right? there's a little bit of like oh, I've got a great person who I had a child with and everything's great. But I do think it sometimes it is luck. Like obviously there's, there's common sense that's involved in the situation, mm. 100%. Mm. But sometimes there's just a point where you could have been with someone and you, just, and you got pregnant, you used protection, all the protections and it just didn't work and you got pregnant mm-hmm. and you just got unlucky in that way that you, you ended up pregnant. Yeah. And there are people who would be in relationships with people who they wouldn't want, want to have kids with and they just don't end up getting pregnant. And then it depends on those two women as to what decisions that they decide to make in life, mm-hmm. as to whether they keep that child or not, and then they end up a single parent.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's I, I do think it's just based on, like, I don't know, it's just the world, isn't it? It just depends yeah. what happens. Luck
2: plays a part in it, definitely.
0: Yeah. So, not always.
2: So I don't want to be even an unlucky person either, do I?
0: Well, I don't know how you can choose that, to be fair. Because. But are not always mistake, I don't think, based on your decision making.
2: How do you mean? I'm confused. I
0: don't. So, like I said, if you happened to be in a situation where you got pregnant and you you used all the right precautions you Mm. did all the right things but it just didn't happen that way and you ended up pregnant yeah i don't think that that's a mistake i don't think you made a mistake by the
2: definition you've made a mistake because you you went to go left and things went right yeah
0: but you did everything there was nothing in your power that you could have done like obviously if you go and you have sex with somebody and you don't use any protection you you know what's going to happen it's, it's obvious, mm-hmm. you know, something might happen. Yeah. Potentially, Yeah, if you're very fertile, something might happen. If you do everything that you're supposed to do, what they say, to stop yourself from getting pregnant, but you get pregnant anyway.
2: That's the definition of a
0: mistake. Yeah, but I don't think that's a personal mistake. I don't think that's based upon your character and your decision making. No,
2: no, 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 no. You are unlucky. Yeah. But it doesn't stop it. I think because we're, we're dealing with semantics, it doesn't stop it being a mistake. I right. think we're stuck on the word mistake. It doesn't stop it being a mistake. It doesn't stop you being a good parent. It doesn't stop the situation not nece- uh, maybe blossoming to be the best thing that could have happened for you. Yes. But by definition, what happened was a mistake. So, okay. if, so um
1: I do get his point a little
0: bit.
2: Yeah. I, I do, but sense. I
0: don't really want to uh, lose. <laughs>
2: uh, well... <laughs> I won't, say, I won't say nothing. <laughs> I won't say
0: nothing. I want to win this point. <laughs> no, but I, I understand what you're saying, but I do think that based on your reasoning
2: mm-hmm.
0: around not dating a single a uh, single mother, mm-hmm. based on the fact that at some point she might have made a mistake,
3: Yeah,
0: I think it makes complete sense if it's like she's, that person is a bit reckless and they've made decisions where oh, I
3: something's what saying, happened, what right?
0: Okay. And where actually... There's no, they've not done anything. This is just the situation they ended up in because of luck. Mm-hmm. And that determines how people are going to look at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I know g- what you
2: mean. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Right. I get what you're saying.
0: I think it's based on that is where I'm having an issue.
2: All right. I still wouldn't go out with that person then.
0: Yeah, but just basically because they have a child. But I don't know if it's based on.
2: It is. But you've, you've, yeah. you've fleshed it up. Yeah. Which is fine. You can flesh it out. I don't. The thing with me is I make things very simple. I make things black and white. Yeah. I, I, I strip things down. Now you're adding all this this flesh onto to the bones <laughs> yeah. of. I've, I just have the skeleton. The skeleton is enough. Nine out of ten times to make a a, a, a sensible choice. People don't like black and white. People like grey. I, I find, because I strip things down, people always want to add to it, like what you're doing now. Yeah. And I'm saying, if as, if you make things black and white, your life will be so much more simple. You People, don't, for some reason, I don't know what it is, people want the grey. They want the flesh. They want the skin. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. Once I've gone past the, the bone stage, then I can deal with all that. But then, it's kind of like always having left or right turns and always making a decision, should I go left or should I go right? And instead of going left or going right, we're trying to build a road in the middle, i.e. the flesh and the bones, and I don't need to build a Yeah. I just But I think
0: we had a conversation on a previous one about sometimes, like, men, with the decisions they make, if you make it black and white, blocking your blessings. Mm. And obviously, to be fair, you have to be confident in the decisions that you make and the reasoning that you put behind the decisions that you make. But there is an element of blocking your blessings because you've decided to be so rigid in, like, this is what I'm saying, and there's no... There's no black. There's no left or right turns. It's just this, and then uh, that could be a mistake.
2: I, I see that more as not compromising or not. Which so I don't disagree with your point. Yeah, but I don't. It doesn't negate my point.
0: No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. I just wanted to make my own. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I see that, though. You have to compromise in life. You have to compromise in relationships. You have to compromise to, to get the best of what you what you need. Yeah. There are times you, you might have thought this was the best decision, and then you learn, oh, that's not... It was something else. So maybe you made a mistake, or you learned before you actually made a decision. Is it all good?
0: Benita, any, anything to add? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so... I feel like we 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 hashed that out anyway, didn't yes. we? Really,
2: <laughs> thank <laughs> you. You know, what, but I, I was listening to the episode when you brought it up. I was like, oh dear, because <laughs> I might get done. And uh, the conversation was really good. And um, like, I, I just I just thought it was really good. I, I I really liked the dynamic between the fact that you were thinking about it yourselves without yeah. me because everything I've said, you've already said it the, uh, in the previous episode. And I thought that was wonderful. So even though you you might have gone away with your own opinions, you still saw saw things from my point of view. It didn't like dig a grave for me and chuck me in it. And I <laughs> thought, oh, yeah, that was nice. So I appreciate that.
0: No problem. Okay, so should we get into the meat of the episode? Really, yeah. the things that I we have want...
2: no idea what's going on. Go on. Yes,
0: we're well. We're just gonna throw things at you, I guess. Well, <laughs> oh, no, so we're gonna it? talk.
2: Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> I'm good with throwing f- questions.
0: Yeah, no, no. well actually, would you want to tell us a little bit about your family dynamic first, okay. just so we get a bit of?
2: Um, I'm soon well before next year, and I'm married to a woman in her mid thirties. Uh, been married three years, got a two year old child. Uh, that,
1: how long were you together prior?
2: We've been together in total seven and a half years. Okay. Seven and a half years. And you have a daughter, right? Yeah, a daughter. You yeah. have a
1: daughter.
0: Um and actually I was I think it was your last episode mm. um where your brother said asked you why is it that you bring your daughter everywhere, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said that they had some sort of gathering, like a man them gathering and and Stavros bought his daughter. And he was like, well, why do you bring her everywhere? Cause I was like, what do you think she's gaining from this, right? And that kind of went into this point that we had already had anyway, but it made me think of it. And the way that father, fathers influence their daughters, mm. like the roles that they play in their lives for when they grow up, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the experiences that you're giving her mm. and the lessons that you're teaching her, how that affects her when she's a, a woman and how that affects her in life.
2: Well, my, my brother on that episode... So that's of eloquently say nothing podcast.
0: Oh yeah, you didn't even plug. You said nothing about. I, thought, I was
2: waiting for you to give me the opportunity, but oh sorry, know, there you go. Well, I, I'm I'm a member of the eloquently say nothing podcast, uh, a, a vicious rival podcast to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not rivals. No, no, no. no, no, no we're it's not. different spaces, really. But, um, yeah, on our last episode, we uh, so I think that's episode ninety nine actually. We spoke about my me taking my child out with me all the time, which I do. She's with me um, a lot, and wherever I go, I take her with me. Whether it's just, just a lot of different places. She's always with me, and um, yeah, it, it, he says my brother's view is that the man is more important to a to a girl growing up than a mother, because the mother can teach you only so much. So there's certain female things that a daughter needs to know, and that's what the mother will ex- exceed in. But those are very, very few. They're actually very few. The the meat and bones of a child. They're gonna get from their father, whether it's what you should seek for in a partner later on in life, or what you should learn from men later on in life. Because I think the dynamics with girls is so um, hectic and dangerous, and I think a lot of those hurdles they have in life are from men. Right. Yeah. And you can't learn from no no offense, but you can't learn from a woman what you can learn from a man, as well as you can from a man. A man will always tell you better than a, than a woman. He he would do this a lot better than I would, but he, he has his own valid points, which I, I don't argue with him really. It's not something that I've studied as deep as he has, but I, I kind of argue with him. He says that the man is more important to a girl than the mother. The and do
0: you and you agree?
2: I don't disagree with him. I don't I don't I don't I, can, I cannot argue with anything he says. He he like I said he spits out a lot of points, and um, I can't argue with anything that he says.
0: Do you agree, Benia, that a man is more important to a daughter than?
1: Her mother? Hmm. I do to an extent, because I'm trying to think of like what when you were saying that what my dad has taught me more than what my has, and I can't think of anything. Maybe when I'm older I'll realise, but right now I'm just like, but I do get your points in some sense. But then I
0: don't know if you're going to get any older and realise that he taught you anything. If you ain't learned it yet, <laughs> no, I do just going to happen. I'm trying
1: to think like no. I don't but
0: then do you think that affected you in some way? Like, in a, a way oh, that yeah, you I should have learnt you. things from your dad that he didn't teach you, and now you have issues? Yeah.
1: A hundred... Well, m- from both my parents, but more my dad, because my dad's always been more vocal than my mum anyway, mm. but he missed the boat in some things when I was, like... When I was hitting, like, early early teens, he completely missed the boat because there was a big chunk out of my life where he just wasn't... present. So... I get your point,, mm. but I'm not like it, it doesn't apply to me because that didn't happen for me.
2: What did it happen to you?
1: like he didn't I don't feel like he he taught me a lot oh, about that's, that's ab- the point
0: yeah that's the the, the point you... is, do you think that your that a father offers more to the to a daughter than the mother does, and how important is it in terms of the relationship that a daughter has with her with her oh, father well then, yeah. in her growing up to be a woman? I guess so. No, I
1: asked the question, there wasn't. A th- what do you mean what what? I'm saying <laughs> so <confused>. I can't <laughs> tell you right now. Right. Your brother's saying that a man teaches more for his daughter than a woman does.
2: Yeah, if if I'm saying it correctly. Basically the uh, so a, a woman is going to teach her daughter about um certain things, let's say, when you grow boobs, when you have have a period, stuff like that, yeah? Yeah. Your emotions that you have, which I don't think a man can't do either, to be honest, but those kind of things. Outside of that, there's nothing that a woman is teaching you that a man can't. But on the flip side, there are many things that a man is better equipped, not that a woman can't, but he is better equipped to teach you, especially if that woman uh, grows up and is uh, heterosexual. Because if she's looking to have a relationship with another man, then... It is much better to learn from a man how to deal with a man than a woman. Much, yeah. much, 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 much better, much better. Because you will learn. And then, even just then, having the, the family dynamics, I'm very um, cognizant of how m- my wife and I are in front of our children. So we don't argue in front of our children. If, if, if we, can. we don't really argue much anyways, but <laughs> we, 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 don't, we, we wouldn't do it in front of her. We would have to stop ourselves and do it at another point because I don't want her learning that. I don't talk to my wife a certain way because I don't want her learning that. One of the things I said on the episode about when I take my daughter out is because I want her to learn that she can do anything and go anywhere. Now, that's nothing that a man or woman is not is not really specific to them, but I'm, I happen to be there. I, I mean, I rate ladies like yourselves because uh, I work shift work. So there's a lot of times when she doesn't go to school or, or, or nursery or she only goes half day and I'm with her for the first half of the day yeah. and then I'll take her in or vice versa. I'm with her, I pick, pick her up really early. And I don't know how people can do this by themselves. My wife is, is my saviour, she, she takes on a bulk, the, the majority of the work with my daughter. As much as I'm with her all the time, and uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm a very active father, she's still a very hands-on mother. I don't know how people do this by themselves. I, there are times I sit there and I think, how does anyone do this by themselves? It's mad, it's mad, it's mad. I, I don't know. Childcare. I, it's, it's just mad. It's mad.
0: No, I, I agree. With your, um, well, with both you and your brother's points, anyway, I agree that there are things that a girl, it would, it is nice for her to learn, not nice, but I think more necessary for her to learn from her father yeah. because I think when you get into a, I don't know, teenage years, older years, where you start dealing with with boys or with men, and you want to go into the dating scene, I do think it's important. I feel like that's where a lot of women end up in a place that they don't want to be mm-hmm. with men. And the way that they get, they're treated, or you know, like the things that they'll allow, mm. because they haven't had that kind of example. They haven't had the example. They haven't seen it before. They don't know what they should accept and what they shouldn't accept, and then they end up accepting everything. And I do think that a father can show you that. But
2: I need it as a but.
0: No, there's <laughs> no. Do you know what? My but is not based on the point. My but is based on whether or not you think that that applies to boys with yes. mothers.
2: Yes. No, 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 no. The, the man is the most important to a boy or a girl.
0: Oh, I'm not sure I agree with that.
2: <laughs> so what is it? Th- because...
0: So what's the mother doing? Just right pushing then. them
2: out and that's it. I'm old-fashioned. I'm old yeah. So I believe the man is the head of the, the, head of the home. Yes. D- do you agree with, with that or disagree with that?
0: I, I, I do agree. So I'll
2: disagree. You disagree. Mm-hmm. Cool. So as as the leader or the, or the head of the house, yeah. you have to teach... A woman can't teach a boy to be the head of the house. You can't. Okay. I, so right. I think that is it's more important for a man to a son than it is for a man to a daughter because of that. Because this, I feel that you can a woman can teach her daughter and it's cool. I don't think women can teach the sons by themselves as well as a man can. It, I think that's why you have so many effeminate bitch ass, punk ass, like, non, like I think that, that there are a lot of men out there that I look at with disdain and disgust because their fathers weren't around. So I'm not, I don't want to blame the mother and say because, because they were single, grown up, raised by single mothers. I'll say because the fathers weren't around. It's, if, it's just, it's, it's deep. I feel a man needs to teach a man how to be a man. Right. A mother can't do that. A mother can't do a, woman, a man can't teach a girl how to be a woman. But I just I actually think that just comes naturally. You need to be more about, um, it's, it's more, when you're a woman, it's more about yourself and maybe about your children. You don't have to cater to your man a man has to cater to his woman and i don't mean that you you know in relationships it's not 50 50 it's just that a woman you need to look after yourself you need to learn how to look after your child and to look after a home almost kind of thing it sounds really sexist but i don't yeah mean it. but I in don't the sexist
0: like way mm. normally that the is the woman is there to look after the man no
2: yeah but okay is as, that much, not as, what as, she's as much as i'm old-fashioned yeah but I, I think all right let's say look after a home once you, if you're looking after the home you're looking after the man Okay. Unless the man is like waste, and then in that case, you shouldn't be with him anyways, because a, a man should be able to look after himself as well. So when you go into a relationship with a woman, if if she's a homekeeper if that is her nature, then by all means, and you're happy with that, then by all means let her carry some of the slack or to do most of it. Or if you earn enough, she can be a housewife or or a house mother, whatever. But you should be able to look after yourself regardless to pay your bills, to to keep a house, to, to so and as your job as the the head. It's, it's your job, but then a man shouldn't go out of waste either. So a woman that doesn't can't do anything. Mm. Again, that, and that's something you have to learn as a man that don't go out of a woman that can't do nothing for herself or for you. Whether she decides to or not is is a different story. Is it, where, yeah? yeah. Whether you have the dynamic where you feel, you know, there's certain relationships where the man does all the housekeeping, and and earns most of the money, and as long as they're both happy with that, then they're both happy with that. That's that's cool. But you have to find somebody that's compatible with you.
1: Okay, I get that.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree to an extent. I think that yes, both people need to find somebody who complements that, that who's right for them. Mm. So if you're happy to do certain things and that person and you or you require somebody who does certain things and that person doesn't do that you shouldn't be with that person. I agree with that.
3: Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think I don't know if I agree with the fact that the the father is the most important person to a child. Other than the mother Go ahead Uh, Because I I mean I agree that I don't think women can necessarily teach boys how to be men
2: Mm.
0: But I do think And maybe I just think this I'm being a bit like I don't know optimistic because I have a son
3: Mm.
0: (laughs) But I do think That I can teach him You know certain things like the way to treat a woman The way that he has to provide for a woman. I, I feel like I can teach him that. I don't see why I can't teach him that. Okay.
2: Can I, can I be, it sounds, it's going to sound really sexist. Go but ahead. I, I, the reason I would disagree <laughs> with you in a little, a little. Yeah. Is that the reason I don't think you could do it as well as a man is because if I were to tell you that there are going to be times where you as a woman in a relationship with a man, if the, the you would just have to do what the man says. What would you say? Uh.
0: It, I would say, oh it depends on what it is okay
2: no i don't I that's my case there if i have a son there are uh, there are situations where i'm gonna have to teach him there are situations in the relationship where as the head
0: you just have to make a decision Yeah,
2: not just make a decision sometimes make a decision that she doesn't like sometimes go forward with things that she doesn't agree with sometimes take responsibilities out of her hand
0: but i respect that though but, and i don't uh, think that that's something i wouldn't be like it's different when you're teaching somebody and not talking about it from your own experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's different if I'm going to turn around and say, you know, well, this man did this and I wasn't having it, and I said this and that mm. to my child, or I'm saying, actually, this is this is the way that it works. This is the hierarchy or whatever. If that's what I'm teaching him, this is the 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 power or the decision making that you have to make as a man, and that's different to me saying, well, actually, one time and giving an example of a time where I didn't listen to a man.
2: No, I I just don't feel a woman. A strong woman, because, yeah, a strong woman is not going into teaching her daughter that at times you just have to be submissive. Yeah. Or to tell her son, in fact, a a woman can tell her her daughter sometimes you need to be submissive if if you're going to keep peace or whatever, I don't know. But are are you as a mother to a a boy going to tell your son there are times you just have to completely ignore your woman? You just have to look at her as... Uh, I'm the head and you're following me and whether you tell her or don't tell her you just have to just do it And she's not gonna be happy about it, but it's for her own good it Sounds very condescending. I cannot see mothers telling their sons. That's what you're gonna have to do mm. And although I will not put it in those words. That's I will, I will I will never put it in that way But that's something I'm gonna have to tell my son there are times where it's it's not really about what she wants It's about what she needs
0: Yeah, and I think that if you're going by, I don't know, I think if you're raised in the church and you go by that, then I think that you can do that Mm. because you're basing off the fact that the man is the head of the house. And I do think that that comes from religion, to be honest. I don't think that comes from just thinking that the man's the head of the house. Just where does that come from?
2: I would agree with you if it wasn't the case in like 95% of cultures, regardless of religion. So I just think it's it's an it's a natural order of things. There are certain societies in the world where the woman runs things, where the woman does the hunting, and then she's the breadkeeper But it's it's that's the minority, and I don't think it's got anything to do with religion. See, I, I think saying. it
0: does because I think most of like most cultures, they come from like most people who are under certain cultures, they come from a religion, and that's where it, it filters down from.
2: Okay, so to the ones that don't come from religion, where the where the majority of those, the men still are the head.
0: Yeah, but what, what who are these from? people?
2: There's, there are people that I don't know who they are. They
0: are. <laughs> who are they?
2: The people that don't live in the civilized, I put it in uh, comments. The civilized world. They, yeah,
0: but I think even people who don't. Okay, Um I don't know. Unless you're talking about like these people who, like. You know how they found those people the other day. Yeah. And they're just like those sort of people. Yeah. Well if you're I think that that's just based on like biology though, like that's maybe the man is a little bit stronger so he does the hunting and stuff like that. We don't know how their households work though, so I don't know if we can speak on it. Like uh, okay. or their huts or wherever they live.
2: But you touched on something. You said biology. Yes. And so before religion there was biology. Yes. And like you said the man is stronger the man will do certain things because that's his nature the mother is a mother she's gonna mother because she's a mother society doesn't dictate that biology does yes that's just the way so for me it it is the natural order of things it's not about um, a conscious choice you've made or a subliminal thing that's been passed down through religion it was there before it will be there after and that is just how it should be anybody that kind of works the other way around I just think is making trouble for themselves really (laughs) Because that's, that's, that's it's like trying to convince somebody black is white. You don't have to. Whether you like it or you don't like it, it doesn't matter. And whether you want to try and work within those brackets to make things as much to the way you want, mm. then that's cool. But you have to work within those brackets. The so minute you try and say, oh, these brackets don't exist, I'm going to go outside of that, that's when you start trouble for yourself and potentially for your child. Because you're not working in the real world now. You're working in fantasy land. In my opinion. Not not to, not to
0: you know. To I Well, I agree. But I just think that, I think either way, that's there. And I think that if you kind of, if you conform to that, then you can teach your child, whether you're a male or a female, that that's the way it works.
2: True. I just don't see most women doing that. Not not conscious, because it's something I think a man wouldn't necessarily think about. A woman would really, really have to think about something like that mm. before they, they pass it on to their son. Um. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, th- I think really most agree. women that would do that would probably be the ones that have a man and in the relationship anyways. Right, okay. So it's something that they're, they're experiencing and then they're passing it on to their child if, if they even do pass it on to their child because as far as they're concerned, the man is there to do that anyways. They don't have to.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because if, if my daughter was to come to me and basically say that her partner or husband's doing this and she doesn't want to do it but he wants to do it, I could if I'm single and alone I could be like you yeah, don't do it like he doesn't have to tell you but then if I'm with someone and I've been in a similar situation just be like you know you just have to grin and be like it doesn't seem good but I think it's for the best but that's not something I can teach her now or when like until I'm in a relationship I can't relate you think so y- yeah I can't I, I like I said I don't have that example from my parents okay, relationship I, yeah, 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 yeah. and unless my friend's Like uh, exchange similar stories where they're like okay I don't have any experience to be like you know what just do this because this could be the outcome
0: you see I think that that's a good point because you don't have it from your parents relationship or you don't have something to like compare it to to say like this is the way that like I've seen it work and I think that that's a really good point my I don't have it from my parents relationship but I have it from my mum's marriage now and my sister's marriage and stuff um that that's how it works. Do you know mm. what I mean? And that's how that they have successful marriages. So I feel like whether or not I'm in that exact situation, I can still speak on it okay. from outside. Right. But I think it is more having the example and knowing and seeing successful relationships and being mm. like, okay, this is what kind of sometimes it takes.
1: I think it depends on your personality as well, because I feel like I try and be as open minded as possible, unless I hear My daughter was to come to me with a a situation that I hadn't necessarily been in. I could still be quite open minded to it, especially when I know the two people. Mm. But um, yeah, hopefully when she's old enough, I'll be in love and stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) hopefully. Hopefully.
2: But I I I don't feel that you need to be in the situation. I feel that you can just learn from other people. Like you said, I think you can just look from the outside. A wise person can learn from other people's mistakes and experiences. So you just have to keep your eyes open. That's very true. And obviously, being part of this podcast, this is something that you—it's important to you. I know you're a relatively newish, mother. That's why I was laughing at you the other day about not wanting the child in the, <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was hilarious. So. <laughs> If, if, if things are important to you, this is important to you. This is something you obviously you're putting your brain into and your your thoughts into. It's not just you happen to become a mother and that was the end of it. You do the best as you can. Yeah. You're working towards it. So i I got every faith in that, you know, these decisions, these choices you make. Oh, It'll that be was nice. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I do my best.
0: <laughs> okay, so another thing. Do you think that fathers get the recognition that they deserve or that you think that they might deserve
2: in society in good dads or just dads in general the answer is no no but but, (laughs) but, like i mean well
0: dads in general but i guess good dads because if it was just a terrible dad then they don't deserve any recognition anyway so
2: okay yeah but you have fathers that maybe they're not in their children's lives as much as they would like to be like like the fathers for justice kind of thing they want to be around and uh, there's hindrance you know with the mothers because of their relationship and stuff like that but anyway the answer is no um, no, but as a man, that's not your job. That's not your.
0: You don't care about that.
2: No, no, it's not that I don't care, but I shouldn't be seeking that. It's not my 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 role. End of the day, the mother is that's because she's the mother. That's that's her. That's her. That's where she should get her shine. It's not your. It's not your responsibility to get that shine. It's not. That's not your position. You play your position. So um, that's not my position. So I feel I'm a good dad, and if anybody sees that and appreciates it, thumbs up. Wicked. But that's, 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 that, that's just, it, it is what it is. That's part and parcel of being a man. That's one of the things that you don't have to, you don't have to look for glory for that. Or you shouldn't be looking for glory for that.
1: Okay. Uh. So how do you feel about when it comes to Father's Day and you get those mums that will, you no, not mums, but you'll get a lot of um, people that will...
2: If If your mother was... Uh, the person that filled in the gap for your father, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. then that's all good. If that's if that's what you feel is important to you, then that's all good. I don't have an issue with it, okay. really, because uh, the only t- instance I would have an issue is if the f- dad wanted to be part of your life, and the mother s- stopped him being a part of your life, whether the child knew about it or not, and that's why they see the mother as the father as well. Then it's it's not fair on the dad. But if the dad, or if the dad was had passed on or he had um, left mm-hmm. and the mother's filled in the, the gap, then by all means, again, let her get her shy because she did. She did, she filled in the role that the man couldn't do for whatever reason.
0: Okay. I think that... Um, I don't know if fathers... I don't think fathers get the recognition they deserve good fathers, but I think because in society, it's like most people expect men not to be good fathers. Yeah. And that sounds wild, but they do they expect men not to be good fathers. So I think like in terms of like, you bring your daughter places and stuff, and um, people will be like, "What? why are you always with her type thing? Do you know what I mean? Because mm. people are, are surprised by the fact that you spend so much time with your child. And I think when we had Mr. Vans on, he was saying the same sort of thing. People are always saying to him, why, why are you always with your daughter? Mm. <laughs> like type thing. <laughs> and people just expect that as a man, or as a father you're not going to be as involved as the mother's going to be or you're not going to do the, like you're not going to put in as much time or as much effort as the mother will put in i feel like that's just in society that people expect that well
2: that's where absent fathers come into play because absent fathers breed more absent fathers absent fathers breed girls that don't know how to be in relationships and and uh, and are uh, almost anti-men because they've they messed up and mm-hmm. they messed up their their sons and their daughters lives so that's why i'm i'm very um, vicious on men that don't play significant roles in their children's lives because you, like I just said, you are so important. You don't realise how important you are. It's not that, oh, you know what? The mum can deal with it. No, that's, that's that's part of, that's your job. And that's what's messing things up for for society. That's why things go down the way they're going. Like for me, I see, I don't necessarily seek recognition, but I, I actually, because I keep my child off social media, Completely. Some people might not even know I have a child if I don't, if they don't read what I'm saying because I don't post any pictures. You've never seen any pictures of her or of my wife, really. But in my own private life, I make it a conscious thing that I'm going to be a beacon for, specifically black fathers. Mm. I want it known that we are about, we do our job. And so I, I make sure that not only am I doing my job well, but I'm in life, not on social media, I do want people to see that. I want I want it to I want to um reaffirm that we are here and we are doing nothing. So whether it's, uh, whoever in society has seen it. I want them to see that.
1: Well, I feel like in the last few years, um spaces like Instagram and Twitter mm. that you do see these like this increase of posts with black men with their children in a way where it's kind of like I don't want to say it's they like, it's glamorised a little bit, like there could be uh do you think
0: this whole thing with people like doing their kids hair and yeah like, black fathers doing their
1: daughter's it. hair or spe- i feel it i find it more with black fathers with their daughters mm. like interacting with them in a way where you might think a mother would you wouldn't expect a dad to be playing tea parties with his daughter mm. or doing her hair or showing amount of affection and putting it out there online mm-hmm. so i feel like there's like this natural Because a lot of people, a lot of non-black people, assume that their dad's not in their life because that's the stereotype. Mm. Where I think there's now an uprising where it's like actually we are in their lives and we're doing probably a lot more than you do.
2: Yes, stats say that we we are in our, our children's lives mm. more. So w- whether we're with a partner or not, yeah, we are in yeah. our we are actually in our children's lives more so than other demographics.
3: Yeah,
0: I have seen that to be fair, but obviously that's the stereotype that black fathers are deadbeats, isn't it? They're just not around, so they don't do what they're supposed to do.
2: What can you do? What can you do? I well, don't know. there you go. We're, as far as I am concerned, then we should just be there. Like I said, I don't have my daughter on social media, but if if that's your route, then that's your route. But mm. just be there, be there, do your job.
0: Yeah, I guess it's not really about the masses thinking. Oh, I am a good dad as long as you are daughter and your wife and yourself know that you're a good dad, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't
2: even have to be your wife it could, it could just be your, the person that you had a child with, that unfortunately yeah. things didn't work out with, you still need to be there you still need to do your job Yeah. it's just, it's just like I said, it's such an important job, it's something I'm really laid back in life, really really laid back, and I take everything for granted, I'll just I skim through life really, I've been, <laughs> I've been lucky, but I don't muck about it when it comes to my wife and my daughter that family, in fact family in general I don't muck about it. I don't take it for granted. It's too important. Because I feel, I feel that's the foundation for everything. That is, that's like, everything that we as a society are built on. And I'm very, I'm, I'm quite pro-black. So I'm big on, on dealing with, with blackness and, and our progression. And I believe the family unit is the base of that. I hear a lot of arguments on, on we need to do this, we need to, I don't know, go back to Africa, we need to do self empowerment when it comes to finance and to put money into businesses and whatnot. But I feel nothing, nothing, nothing will work until we have.
3: <laughs> oh my God.
2: Until we sort out the alarms in this system. That's <laughs> out of me. <laughs> I don't really know what
0: to do. What? It's that's a, that's a fire alarm.
2: I guess you have to leave. That's it? I guess so.
1: Okay. I Can could you do, see me? Can you see if anyone else is leaving? That's really loud. I hate loud noises. This is why I don't watch fireworks.
2: You don't work <laughs> You hate loud noises?
1: No, I, I... I'm very jumpy. So, like, when it's... Like, when it was the fireworks season... Is anyone leaving?
0: There's no one around. There could be a fire. Should we leave? I
1: don't think there's a fire, but we should leave
0: until we smell smoke. I we think we're
1: good. You want to wait for the smoke? Yeah. Well, we see if we smell a little bit of it, then we can just bounce the exit and There's literally nobody
0: around
2: though. I'm gonna do what you ladies. Oh wow. Well.
0: Yeah, we're back. Anyway, I can't remember what we were talking about. Neither can I. So we're gonna move on. Yeah. We should move on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, do you know what I think? what we were going to talk to you about because actually if you listen to esn anyone out there who listens to this podcast and also listen to esn will know that esn has a real issue with Ghanaians.
2: no 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 no. yeah no, no, it no, seems no, like
0: that no, to me no, 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 no.
2: no? Well, my wife is gone in she is yeah she is
0: yes but everyone else that you talk about on the podcast has gone in they do not get any nice words
2: <laughs> we it's just uh there's five of us on the podcast four of us are full nigerian one of us is half nigerian half jamaican Right. And it's just the, the banter between yeah. the Ghanaians and Nigerians. It's, that's all it is. I was in Ghana a couple of months ago. I, I, I'm cool with Ghanaians. I love Ghanaian women as well. Or they, well, they love me, should I say? I don't know. <laughs> But I'm, I'm cool. We're, I feel we're, we're cool. It's just banter. Anybody that takes it seriously, um, sorry, but anyone that takes it seriously outside of the podcast, just in real life, then wait, they're wasting it. Really, we're, we're, we're all the same. We're all we're all the same. We're all, we're all West Africans. We have our differences, and our, you know. Are, you know, our things that are different, but end of the day we're all one people. That's how I see it. So I know some people don't like it, and I know I do know we go too far sometimes. I understand that, <laughs> but it's just it's just banter. Like me and my wife, we just, I wake up in the morning, I love you, and then I cuss Ghana, and she says I love you too, and she cusses Nigeria. Like, that's just what we do. It's just it's, it's all love.
0: So we are both Caribbean.
2: Mm, we cuss you cuss a lot
0: too. I've not noticed that as much. <laughs>
2: i do honestly okay
0: (laughs) well anyway we're both caribbean so we wanted to talk about the the cultural differences in raising kids
3: Mm.
0: between being caribbean Mm -hmm. and being african probably more in in britain obviously like being british and doing it as well because obviously if you live in the caribbean and you live in africa it's completely different Mm -hmm. but we all live in england or some people who might be listening live in britain and there's a different there's differences okay i think in the way i think there's a lot of differences actually i'll just start obviously since i'm already talking <laughs> um i think the main thing from what i've observed is seems to be education all right i don't necessarily think and this might i don't know it's caribbeans you can let me know but i'm just speaking from my own experience and for the caribbeans i know in my house education was not like a a, a big thing it wasn't like you need to obviously you need to go to school you need to do your homework there's like certain things but it was never like you need to go to university you need to become a doctor mm. you need to become a lawyer like there was not like this pressure of like yeah. this is what you have to do and this is who you have to be type thing mm. i think i might be i think i'm going to be the first person to get a degree in my family okay um to be fair my sister went to uni but she had to do the foundation and then she decided that she couldn't be asked to do the rest. So I think she got a foundation degree. Yeah. I'm talking about like a a proper, a proper
3: degree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, shout out to your sister. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like a, 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 you know, a bachelor's I'm talking about anyway. Mm. But I've noticed, obviously, when you talk about it and when I hear people talk about it, in African households, it is huge. There's a huge, like, emphasis on Education, right? Okay.
3: You're
2: on looking at me Carri- to talk I for am. all Africans.
0: Yes, I am. Yay! <laughs> I'm
2: the bastion for all Africans. All um, of them. Yeah, I would say yes. I would, yes. I would agree that Africans put a heavy emphasis on education,
1: and Caribbeans don't. I'm do you, not going to talk your about your what family? Caribbeans do, but did your family? Hell no. When I said I was going to uni, I've got a lot of like, are "You sure? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's going to pay for it? Me? Like, I wasn't something that." was like, need to do this, needs to do that. Even, nah. Casual, no, I was casual. the only
0: person who went away to go to university and to be fair, only lasted like three months or whatever, however long I was there. But I was the only one who went to go mm. to uni mm. and it was more of a spur of the moment thing to be honest. It was never, I've never had that, yeah, you need to my... do this, yeah. you need to get this sort of career. Mm. Okay. I think four Caribbeans coming over um to England, they kind of were, they kind of took what they could, they got what they were given, type thing in terms of of work and okay. jobs. Right. You know, d- does anyone know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. You have training. to finish. Okay, no, <laughs> it's just I don't, I don't, want to step on any landmines here, so I'm just, okay. I'm they just got listening. what they,
0: you know, and then so they would get a job and they would just stay in that job for the rest of their lives until they retired. Okay, do you know? Like my grandparents, they have a job and they would just stay in that job there was no moving around trying to do different things it was that's the job you've got it pays your bills that's the job that you're you're gonna keep no
2: okay understood
1: oh no my my granddad he was he worked in harrods but then he saved money and then he ended up setting up his own business oh did he yeah in what a haulage company okay Okay, so it's just just, uh, delivering like not juice. Oh, sorry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now my uncle runs a business.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, my granddad didn't do
1: that. <laughs> He worked in the hospital
0: and he stayed in the hospital okay. until he retired.
2: I do see a lot of... I do feel Caribbeans are, are quite pro-self-employed as well. Mm. So, because... I, I, yeah, so I see, I, I see that side of it as well. To, um... I, to be honest i couldn't tell you what what caribbeans do i could tell you what nigerians specifically do because yeah. even jumping from different parts of west africa it's different. it's different my 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 wife's family is different different than mine so i know education yes is very important i know in my family i know with nigerians family family itself is important yeah. so i grew up in a family where um it's a massive family so for instance at my wedding it was 300 people 300 okay. that's during the day um the day the majority of it was mine, and relationship wise everybody bar two were with their um partners mm. in, in uh, uncles and aunts i didn't grow up i didn't grow up look looking at people above me, and they weren't t- in relationships we yeah all were we spent a lot of time together as family, so i feel I think that's a Nigerian thing because when I go back home, I see the same thing we're very family orientated so those are the two things I would say, yeah education is important, family is important superstition is important I don't know what it's like with with you people but uh, everything is you you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that saving face right such a Nigerian trait I hate it um
1: Benita um what Caribbeans um I don't know I I don't really know my my dad's side is Jamaican but like Michelle I'm not like I don't really I know I, I know them but they I'm more I would say I'm more close to my mum's side of the family. My uncle David was the only one to go to uni. Um and everyone else was just like yeah, just lulling by. Like what you said about like they don't not really like do much. Like obviously my granddad set up his own business mm. and he run that with my other uncle and it's still going now. Um but in the terms of looking back at how my I'm going to say my mum more than my dad How my mum brought me up There wasn't really much of an emphasis on anything The only thing Me and Michelle were having a conversation ages ago About black heritage Because I feel like Love you mum But I feel like I wasn't given a lot of History on black heritage mm. um, My dad tried to put, put it on me later on But it was a bit too late I was like I don't want to know Because I, da- I live in Dagenham Yeah. So it's predominantly white mm. Um, whereas I felt like if I stayed where my mum and dad lived Which was in Woodgreen or Harringay, I probably would have got more of a like Kind of black Cultural like education Subconsciously mm-hmm. So that's something I want to put on my daughter Because my daughter is half Nigerian Her dad's Nigerian oh. So I'm already finding out that there's like A lot of traditions and there's a lot of things Like that need to be done Or he would like to be done And I'm just like I'm fine with it, but I wouldn't have done that.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like we don't necessarily have no. a huge amount of, like, traditions.
1: No, we Okay, don't. yeah, we, yeah. That's something else.
2: So, yeah, uh, I
0: yeah. mean, I think what would I be? Third generation? I'm third generation in this country, and I think once you, I don't know, get to, even second generation it's kind of like a water, everything is completely obviously diluted and watered down. Mm. So by the time you get to me and you're third generation, it's like, there's not a huge amount of culture. Like I feel like probably the main thing we have is our food. Yeah. But then other than that, what do you pass down to your kids in terms of your culture and and I feel like maybe because um Africans came later than Caribbeans to this country, mm. there's more culture in there. There's more like we have all these things and these f- like whatever it is that we do that we're still passing down to our kids, whereas I don't necessarily feel like as Caribbeans that we have that as much.
3: Mm. Maybe it's
0: just my family.
2: Well, I, I know that's part of it. I would, I wouldn't disagree with that. But I feel culturally, well, sorry, Benita, you were you were talking. I don't, I don't want to overlap you. Was I? You said something. We started talking at the same time.
1: Oh, I can't remember what I said. So.
2: Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think culturally, even back home, not that I've been to that part of the Caribbean. Anyway, those those kind of islands, uh I feel that. Maybe there's just a stronger or a deeper culture in Africa, anyways. Yeah. So when it so because I feel we're watered down here as well, but being watered down here is different than being watered down from the Caribbean. Because, for instance, I don't feel there's like a Caribbean style of clothing, per se. No, no. Whereas, whereas we have our clothing. So maybe watering down our clothing might be wearing. I don't know, a kente suit. Yeah. Mm. So we don't, obviously, Ghanaians don't wear suits, but they they wear kente cloth, or that's part of their their history, and changing it into a suit is obviously a European thing, so you could call that a watering down kind of thing, but what would that equivalent be with the Caribbean?
0: Yeah, we don't have... It
2: would just be wearing a suit, and you would say, oh, well, but then what would you have worn back home anyways? That is strictly and identifiably Caribbean.
0: Yeah, we don't have
3: that.
2: So I see that because we have a language as well. End of the day, as much as it's a broken kind of English or it's a, it's a, it's a twang of English, it's still English. So we have a language. So our, our, our one might be, I, I, I'm I'm from the Yoruba tribe. And unfortunately, I can't understand or speak my language. Right. So um, that's a link now that's broken from my, my parents yeah. to me. But I'm trying to pull it down to my child. So at, at present, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't be uh, proud to say this, but my two-year-old knows more, more Yoruba than I do. Because I'm putting a big emphasis on her learning that, and uh, her mum is a mix of different uh, Ghanaian tribes. But let's say Fanti is one of the biggest one, and Ga is what they speak there a lot. So she knows, she knows, she knows more Ga than I do. I don't really know any Ga; it's not my culture. But she knows certain words. You could say certain things to her, and this is from me that doesn't even speak it. I make a big emphasis on that. So I hear what you're saying about the, the losing the culture stuff, but I'm not about our life.
0: I think it's really important though to have the culture, because yeah my son will be fourth generation and it's kind of like well then does he just become English
2: really so th- wh- what is it then you would decide to do about that then
0: well this is the thing I don't really know w- not- like when I was younger I used to go Saturday schools to Saturday school and do, um, they obviously used to do black history and stuff mm. but then I think a lot of the time when we focus on black history in this country we're focusing on American black history mm-hmm. yeah and I wouldn't be able to really give you any history of the Caribbean I can tell you about slaves, but that's about it.
2: Okay. Do you know what I mean? So what books are you reading to, to pass on to your your son?
0: Well, currently, I'm not reading any books. <laughs> but, to be fair, I was looking at... There there was this Black History um, Studies course that I was going to go on. Mm. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was really serious about going on this, but everyone was telling me I shouldn't go on it because I'm already studying. Like, I'm obviously trying to get a degree right now. Oh, don't do too much. Yeah. Okay. But there, it was an actual, like... 12 week study program mm. um, and it went through every single thing and it wasn't just about slaves in America it was about literally um, black music black actors black, like everything that you can think of mm. in terms of that so eventually hopefully once I get my degree I can go back and I'll do that because I do actually want to know more and I want to be able to pass that on as well but growing up I didn't get it from my family I wouldn't say okay i did go to to saturday school but other than that a, like
2: a black saturday a black school. saturday school okay, yeah,
0: yeah yeah where you learn about black history mm. but other than that i think at home obviously you eat kind of like caribbean food mm. but i would say that that's the, the main part of culture that you get and in
1: music a, music yeah
0: so uh, like bashmen reggae was on the slow jams i'm not gonna lie well my that's what we had slow jams
1: my mom and dad they loved lovers rock like oh yeah, my mum has said that they do hard. love soccer. To be fair, but then my nan, who's Bayesian, my nan loves soccer. But she never filled that down to my mum because my mum hates soccer.
2: Your mum's smart.
0: You know how the soca heads are going to come for you?
2: Let you know, them Have come you not the fire
0: that they've been breathing on yeah. people who talk bad about yeah, yeah, soca?
2: Yeah. If they like their army, I can understand because it's army music, so I can understand why they'll be so regimented oh with, their, with their response.
1: Well, I like soca. I don't love it, but I do enjoy listening to it
2: in bursts. But those are the main things that we yeah.
0: have. The music and the food.
2: Okay, I think on my side, it was more of a passive thing. It wasn't necessarily, uh, we're going to sit you down and teach you about this and that, but because we ate the food, because we listened to the music, because we wore the clothing, because they spoke the language, because we, um, I think Nigerians especially, more so than many other Af- West Africans or Africans in general, they, when they come here, they, it's, yeah, I'm still Nigerian in England.
0: I feel like they all hang together.
2: Well, that's, that type would be the, thing. the family. we don't really
0: do that. No,
2: so what do you mean hang together what, like friends or, or family like or what
0: you okay, so like where I live, um there's a lot of West Africans, and mm. I to be honest, I wouldn't be able to tell you if they're Nigerians or Ghanaians or mm-hmm. what they are, but I know they're West Africans, and they all seem well, maybe they're family, but I don't think they are they all know each other, they're always outside yeah. the houses chatting, oh, they okay. all congregate in the barber shop together, like yeah. everybody knows each other.
2: oh, you're talking about our age then just the people okay, everyone
0: that lives like where I live. Because there's a lot of West Africans that live on my road as well mm. and i I'm obviously just one of the people that they might say hello to. People might say hi to me, but I'm not part of the group, but <laughs> they all
1: know each other.
2: okay all right um.
1: they hang out like you go to the barber shop, they're all in there. that's true because my um my daughter's father he, all his friends are Nigerian. he doesn't have like he knows like a Caribbean person, but because I was asked him questions and he he was just like, "Oh like I don't know. And I was just like, you don't have like they're all Nigerian. Not that's a problem, but like, obviously most of my friends are Caribbean, but I have a good friend who's Ghanaian. Okay. And like so, we'll like. But they just seem to just you know, there's no room for anyone else.
2: Okay. (laughs) So you you feel West Africans are insular then with their friends and their bonds?
1: Yes, I do. I feel like they're just just familiar. They like familiar familiar. I can't say the word, but they're just like. Even in Dagenham, like, there's a lot of, there is a lot of, I'm going to, a lot of Nigerians. Mm. And they'll be walking, hi, I love and I'm just
2: walking my head down, like, no one knows me, like. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I've never really thought of that before. I've never really lo- looked at that.
0: Because I don't feel like we have this, um, I don't know, solidarity, I guess, as Caribbean type thing. If mm. I saw you and I f- thought you were a Caribbean, that wouldn't make me, I would, you just still a stranger to me. Yeah. Well,
2: okay. I think maybe it's the size as well because obviously in Nigeria there's so many people in different parts of West Africa you have millions and millions of. whereas the population of let's say Jamaica then for instance do you know what that is?
0: Do I know the population? Definitely not. Just
2: (laughs) generally alright we'll do a search but I know like the population of of, of London itself is like 7.5 or 8 million something like that and I don't think Yeah but
0: like what 4% of that is black? and that we don't know that
2: if, broken yeah, f- down 3.7 yeah no no not of london of the uk of london it'll be more than it'll be oh more it's than
1: london is like 14 percent. the uk is like three percent population of jamaica 2017 estimate two million
2: okay so the point i was trying to make is on that island which has obviously gone bigger bigger than london you have a fraction of the amount of people so even the ones that do come over it's not going to be and even though you came earlier and even you know you're you're, you're scattered about generation g- generation wise. Maybe the fact that we are so many, we have such a communal um, way of life. I don't, which I thought was similar in the Caribbean anyway. I don't. I, I think
0: I, in the Caribbean, I do think it's a communal way of life. Mm. I don't think that filtered down into London or England, to be honest.
2: If, let me it's not, not even question it. I just for me, it's the first time I'm actually hearing it put in. I haven't heard it put like that before. That it seems that Africans are more communal and Car- caribbeans are a bit more fragmented i've never really thought of it like that i
0: think it is mm. but then i think then also the another point about why i think the differences are is the level of discipline
2: what do you mean by discipline in
0: terms of raising your children
2: yeah okay Well, i'm not gonna argue that right. I, I, I think i know what you're, where you're going and I, I know i'm not gonna argue there. No from my personal experience from what i've seen because i do have caribbean friends i've been in their houses i've i've and i've got african friends and yes there is a there is a difference
0: yeah there's certain things that are just not okay so for example we were talking about this at, what the other day i think if you go to a caribbean person's mum's house hmm. you would more than likely call them by their name <laughs> right so all of my yes. friends call my mum by her name yes i call benita's mum by her name. Yep. And you actually tell the thing that you were telling me. The other
1: so <laughs> basically, um, my, my daughter's father has come into a life about a few months ago. So I've met like his family. Mm. And I realized that I didn't know his parents name. So yeah. I was like, what are your parents name? And he was just went mad, not mad. He was just like, why are you well, like? And so I was like, right. Okay. So I spoke to his sister and she explained to me about Niger- Nigerian household, how she was like, her kids will never call me my name. They will call me my daughters. Like they'll be like, oh, that's so-and-so's mum, mm. Or they will call me auntie. Mm. And she's like, even though she's met my mum, she would either call her grandma or auntie. And I never knew that ever. And it wasn't like I would go into his house and be like, hi, like whatever. But, I also felt like it was something that I should have needed to know because obviously cultures are different.
2: Oh, he should have told you.
1: I felt like he, I felt the way his sister explained it to me.
2: Want, uh, to, I'm gonna be just, like, <laughs> fair with you. As a black person in living in London, yeah, you should. Nobody should have to tell you that you don't call a Nigerian like by their first name. See, I said never. the same thing Nobody to Nobody yeah, should have I, to tell you that but by this now. Is the thing You're though. an adult, man. Come yeah, on
1: Yeah, No, but I... I
0: don't think you know that. No. I know Why on earth
2: would you not know that uh, at your age? No, at your age? Yeah, at your big <laughs> age? How <could> you, <laughs>
0: yeah. not
2: know? you, not you don't know? I'm not defending you on this one, man.
0: with Nigerians or Africans, or if you don't know anybody, you wouldn't know that. Caribbean How can you live
2: in London and not know any Nigerians? Come on now. Listen,
0: my mum goes to a church that's predominantly African. So I know that you call elder people auntie elder women auntie yeah i that's why i know that mm. if my mom didn't go to that church or i had never gone to that church i would not know that no. because who would i be calling auntie i don't know you. I don't my know
1: godmother is nigerian she's yeah. always and because she's my godmother she's always been auntie whatever her husband i've always called him his name Where she from? has not corrected me he's nigerian too and she's not corrected <laughs> me <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know how he's cussing you and you leave the house <laughs> But but don't, don't bring her to this place again
1: <laughs> but when i was speaking to her sister she was like no one expects that from you because obviously you're caribbean
2: you, you know what
1: i think they think we're disrespectful not i the way she was I, she maybe she she i don't know but the way she explained it to me is that the fact that no one expects you to be like this because obviously we're, we're different cultures you're caribbean blah 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 blah, blah. but now i know and I'm I'm glad I know because if I when I do meet who's got a big family, I can address them how I'd address them and, you know, whatever not and stuff. But there's certain things that I won't do. Like for example, I saw that um you bow down to the elders in the room. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Why? Because I just I have to program myself to do that. And also I've met his dad not knowing that. Yeah. But, and he okay. didn't it's not like he came back to me and was like, Oh, like really and truly if it was really a big deal he would have told me in the beginning but Uh, he didn't say that that's That's the first time ever and that's when i realized like I have, like, different friends, but I've never had, like, a Nigerian close friend because I would obviously would have known all this. And it, it kind of feels like, that's why they call everyone auntie. That's why they call everyone uncle. I just thought it was a close family friend because I have close family friends that are clearly not my aunt and uncles, but I called
2: them auntie whatever. Listen, I don't know which ones my aunts and uncles are because everyone is auntie. <laughs> it's like, that's family. It doesn't So... To what you were saying before, there's people that, are, that I'm not related to, and I don't even know mm. because that they are just family, and that's the that's the end of it. Don't ask any more questions. Don't be stupid. It's uncle, and, uncle, and auntie. But is to be honest, what you were saying about not doing certain things or having to be programmed, I don't know how important you feel it is to have a, a, a connection with these, these people. But sometimes first impressions or or early impressions can go can go far. Now, if you don't if you're not comfortable with it or you don't feel it's right, then that's then cool. That's your beliefs. Mm. But if it's something that you just need to get, get hold of, then I would advise you to get hold of quickly because, um, okay, we've been having a discussion about the differences between cultures. Mm. I got the impression from the two of you that there are things that you actually would prefer from the other side, from the African side, that these are things that, that I, uh, I look up to or I like. And I wish we had some, some, some of that, uh, unless I'm wrong.
0: I think, yeah, I guess maybe more of just the fact that it seems like there's a lot more culture there.
2: Okay, but then if you, you you have to kind of like take, I don't want to say the good with the bad. No, yeah. I don't see that as a bad, the prostration thing. But if you want it and it's there for you, Mm. then take it. Don't say I I have to programme myself. There's nothing to programme yourself to prostrate. It
1: It got to that point where I had met his family multiple times Mm. and then I was told this information. And... I, it's not even like oh by the way I had to go and seek out this information like so what is this 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 and this
2: the prostrating thing I wouldn't expect it from you anyways not only because you're not Nigerian but because um, you're like one generation down I'd expect it with if he has um, grandparents, then mm. definitely I'd expect it with that. With his parents, like, I don't. My wife does not need to prostrate to my to my parents okay. because not they're not Western at all. But they understand that not everybody does that, mm. and people my age is not necessarily gonna do it to them. If they're if they're my partner, right? You get me. If they were my friends and they came in, then they they would. But my wife doesn't necessarily have to do that. Our right. elders. Well, much much elder, or my uncle's and aunt's. Even if there's, even if they're younger than my parents, actually, she would do it because you're gonna see my parents all the time. I'm not expecting you to prostrate every time you come to the house, but then that just depends on how deep you are into it. Because there are some children they prostrate to their parents every time they see them. So and that's and obviously that's you're gonna see your parents a lot. Yeah. So I, so I don't live in that room, but yeah, I do think it's important that you you have a discussion then with him, like what are the things that are important that I should or shouldn't be doing, like uh, not giving things over with your left hand, stuff like that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's like stuff like that. That's a, it's a disrespect. Like I had to learn in the Ghanaian culture, the way, no. the, way you, the way you shake hands with people is you go around in a circle. I can't even remember if it's semicircle, um, whether it's clockwise or anti-clockwise, but I have a culture of how you greet people and you have to do it like that. So it's not about elder to, to younger, which is how I do it in my culture. You go to the elders. In their culture, is you go in this in this kind of circle. Everybody's got their own culture, and you, we need to we need to. It's imp, it's important it's to learn what's going on with, yeah, with people that we're interacting with, so you don't disrespect anyone, you don't step on anyone's shoes. Like I like to travel a lot, and when you go to when I go to certain places, I try and deal with the culture that I'm in. I try and deal with these are the dy- dynamics I'm in. So I'm a Nigerian. I live in the UK, but if I'm going to Turkey, if I'm going to to Brazil, if I'm going to wherever, th- this is what goes on there. You can't live. In oblivious to you're not where you you are now, you're right. in my house, yeah whether it's my house or my home I or agree. my country, yeah, so yeah, left hand stuff in the, in a lot of West African things is they see it as a disrespect because uh in to be quite crass, you clean your ass with your left hands your hand your left hand is your dirty hand that's 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 the tradition, it's not necessarily the what happens in real life, so you don't do things with, you don't do things with your left hand, it's like the right. right hand is your righteous hand. You'll find a lot of children that were left-handed when they were growing up because they don't want you to even write with your left hand. They forced them to use their right hand and stuff like that.
3: Oh, interesting.
2: I I met one of my, my wife's cousins somewhere towards the beginning of our relationship and he was writing, and his writing was all crooked, crooked. I said, you're left-handed, aren't you? He said, no. I said, are you? Well, I said, yeah. I said, so why are you writing with your right hand? And I already knew the answer. I said, yeah, because I said, I know, I know, I know. But th- that's the point. He was forced to learn to write with his right hand, and clearly, <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. It was a, he was like a, a grown kid, and he's just, mm. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, these are, conversations need to be had, innit?
1: I guess. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, Yeah, I don't think that, necessarily in the caribbean culture we have i can't actually think of anything that's like you just i can't think of anything
2: there must be stuff
0: no i mean i think general respect of people who are older than you Mm. fair enough do you know what i mean i don't think i think for somebody who is my grandparents age you would just call them mr or mrs yeah whatever their name is. yeah
1: you'd call them like i had a lot of my nan's friends like Mrs. Best or Mrs. You'd, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah we'd yeah, call yeah. them like you just call them Mr. or Mrs. that's and, fine you and can and do that Yeah, but, but you I don't mean, call them by
2: their first name
0: not grandparents no I wouldn't say that No, but, but our parents, parents age yeah you just no, call them
1: by their name no, no, no. but the reason why I was asking for his parents name is because it wasn't so I can address them I generally
2: didn't know their names you know I didn't know my parents name until I was a big full adult oh my god
1: I couldn't... Well... Mm.
2: Because it, it was like, there was, there was no reason for me to... No, I don't understand why why this person got so upset because you just asked a simple question. No, no, he you didn't. You just answer he, it. He,
1: wasn't, he wasn't upset. I think he was... He said he'd never been asked this question before and he was just... And that's when we, I kind of established that he just has Nigerian friends, doesn't have any other Caribbean friends that would be like, oh, like, what should your Like, you know, what should I... Not... I'm just like, what was their names in case I need to write so out their name the card. So what are you supposed card. to call them? So... His sister was saying I can call them mum or dad, grandma, grandpa, or um,
2: his dad by his
1: last name. But I would just call them mum or dad or grandma, probably grandma and grandpa. Really, truly. I they that
2: older that you need to because I don't get that one. Are they
0: no? I'm so sorry, I'm, in, I'm, retar- in terms of your daughter, right?
1: In terms, yeah. In terms of that,
2: that's my daughter's grandparents. Yeah, but it's not your grandparents.
1: Well, that's what, well. She said that she called my mum grandma.
2: I don't get that one, I've no, oh, and okay. I've never seen that either. I don't know what tribe tribe they're from, but that don't mean that doesn't resonate with me. I don't know what tribe. You don't know what tribe? I'll You're Nigerian. Ask I'll ask you later.
1: <laughs> I think maybe he has told me, but he maybe he has told me, but I forgot.
2: You know what? I I did a Yoruba lessons. Um. A few oh yeah, that's a tribe. That is a tribe or D tribe? D tribe, yeah, that's the tribe. Okay, I oh, did sold. I did some lessons. Uh, Sorry. A while back. I didn't get on with the with the teacher so I left uh, quite early but my wife and I were both doing it and um, one of the things that I definitely took away from that was that and it's not something that I've never it's something that I have knew but I never knew he said that the respect in our culture uh, that the language carries much 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 culture with it just by definition of being the language and the examples he gave is if you say um, what's the word you would say like, okay, so there's a word in Yoruba, I'm going to butcher it, so you <laughs> Yoruba people, please don't come at me, but it's Pele. And it just means kind of like, sorry, it's kind of like if you hurt yourself, you say Pele, or if you're feeling down, you say Pele. So you might say it to your child when, when, when she falls over and hurts her leg. Like, but you couldn't say that to an adult. You will say, e pele, or ipele. E so the language is, if you said that to somebody older than you, they would look at you like a mad, like, that... That don't make sense, that's not the word you use, right. right? To say it to me, even though it's the same word, you cannot use the same word to a child that you use to another. To, to you, as a friend, I would say one word, and then to my mom, I'd have to say the different thing. It's inbuilt, it's encoded into the language. The respect that's right. why, uh, whether I think we understand it or not, he he was really good at vocalizing it, and I never understood the same thing you're talking about. What's the respect? Why is it that we're so you know vigorous with this stuff? Because it's part of. It really, really is part of the culture down to the language itself, down to the fact you, and you would have to go out of your way to talk disrespectfully in Nigeria to an elder because it is encoded in the language to speak to them with respect. So you can never call them by their name because it's just not part of the culture. Forget whether you, even if you went there, it's like, and you just had, you just, I snapped my fingers and learned the, the language. You knew the language now. You would never speak to them disrespectfully with the language because the language doesn't allow you to say it that way. So I think that's why it's so important to us, stuff like that.
0: That makes sense, and I'm glad I didn't know that. That was interesting.
2: Yeah, a bunch of words. Yeah, lots of words. So you know, like um, I think a lot of people know like Spanish and Italian words. They have the feminine and the, the yeah. male. Yeah. It's similar to that, but we don't do it with feminine. We do it like with elders and oh, people right. your age and younger. This so it's, it's that kind of thing. So there's just big clusters of words where they just have, they're split in two, and this is what you say to somebody your age and younger, and this is what you say to somebody older.
1: Okay, interesting oh you've learned you've learned a lot today haven't you well apparently my child has a lot to learn yeah (laughs) and you as well you got to teach her no no i i her her dad can teach her that and that's that's the thing as well because he was speaking to me the other day about her african name and stuff and then i realized it's quite important that Mm. he wants her to be brought up like as much african as possible and i'm completely fine with that purely because i feel like our side there's not much culture i can give her (laughs) like Okay, you're you're Caribbean, like we we go to carnival every year, and you know we we like Bashman and soca, and we go back every few years.
2: You know, it hurts me to say that. I mean, to hear you say that, I'm not, I just I'm just not equipped to argue with you. But I want every part of me wants to argue <laughs> with you and say no, there's this and this and this. But I just don't know what it is. Mm. Simple Simon, do have been making on my podcast. You know I'm what? sure he's got something I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him today. I
0: think it depends, though, doesn't it? Like, mm. I think. It's hard when I'm trying to think about because my other side is Grenadian
2: mm.
0: and I'm trying to think like there's certain things that like it's just going to be like what's the national fruit? What's the flag? Like there's not really like <laughs> Yeah. I swear to God what rum do they make there? Yeah. That's literally like it's. It, I feel like it's like tourist stuff. Mm. There's not really No,
2: I think I think, I think think there's going to be a lot. It's going to be but it's going to be really it's not just going to be as, as obvious it's as obvious. the clothes and yeah. the language. It's going to be really stuff that this is us as a people. This is what even defines us from next door, that country over there or that island over there. Yeah, because there's obviously us differences
0: us. between the different Caribbean islands and stuff, mm. but I just really don't know it. Yeah. And the thing is, I could ask my mum, but I don't think she would know it either. My mum was also born in this country. And then, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like, we're so far down in our in our generations from mm. it that it's very hard to find. And it's difficult when you speak to car like caribbean grandparents because oh they my don't God. really talk no they're you can't really ask them things you know what
1: right they're so they have really i think my aunt had to really really dig it out of my nan like where her family started how she met my they granddad. don't like talking about the they caribbean. do not
0: like my nan doesn't even want to return they don't like to talk about where they came from like no. i feel like recent since my son's been born my granddad is quite like a lot more open hmm. up maybe because there's a child but really he didn't really say much before yeah. he didn't really speak like, my nan speaks for my granddad most of the time. Like, <laughs> if there's something, my nan will answer, but my granddad will not say anything.
2: I think it's more the age than the culture. Do you think? Yeah, so I'm going to assume he's in his 70s or, or around that kind I of think
0: age. my so. granddad's in his... 80s or my nan's in their 70s yeah that's just
2: that's the age man same as my dad but i think they're getting to the point now where they might start milleting out especially when they start having grandchildren yeah for some reason grandchildren just brings out this different side in
1: well actually in that's his great grandchild though i'm his grandchild yeah oh. and my my nan <laughs> okay. has like about she has loads of grandchildren and she's still very kind of like like i mean i love my nan she has um an older son so she has Six children, an older son that she left in the Caribbean to come here, and they have a very strange relationship. But what I know from that relationship is that obviously she had this child out of wedlock and she came to England, that's where she met my granddad. When I told her that I was pregnant, the literally the kind of rudeness and abruptness of the fact that I'm not with anyone, and because the fact that I'm not with anyone, it, in her words, it should have been artificial insemination, right? And I always just said to my mum, like, I really want to speak to my nan about what, like, her background, what happened. Mm. But I don't know if it's something, something that's happened in the Caribbean and in, in all the islands, but she doesn't like to talk about her past. And especially to, like, her family, we're not going to, we, we're generally curious, like, what was it like? What, how, where did you, like, grow up? But what have you asked you these any questions then?
2: Yes! And she she says tells you what
1: she just says oh she uh, I I don't I don't want to uh, uh, I can't remember I can't remember but my aunt my aunt's a very kind of like boom 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 boom, and literally I think one summer when she went to Barbados for about three months she got some bits out of her that my mum didn't even know. Okay. They're just really kind of like they just so I want that's why my mum's like really kind of open to me about stuff because she didn't have that relationship with her mum. Okay. And it's great that I have that relationship with my mum but then when I, my relationship with Savannah is going to be a little bit fewer because I feel like mum's too open with me or expects me to talk about much so that's how I'm going to like be with Savannah you can speak to me about stuff but there's some stuff that you don't have to speak to me about unless you're comfortable where my mum's just kind of like so who are you dating like where are you going who are you I'm just like oh, stop,
2: stop, stop <laughs> I won't go down that road right? I, I have my opinions but I won't go down that road
0: I feel like those are normal questions for her to ask you, but anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe he is. Maybe I'm just... Yeah, maybe I'm just... I'm weird.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, no, but I don't think it's necessarily an age thing. I do think it is a Caribbean elder thing. They're not... Or maybe, I don't know... Uh, Unless me and Benita's families are just extremely similar may- for no may- reason. Maybe that could we're be We're not it. even from the same place. <laughs> it could be Her it. family, she's talking about is from Barbados. Mine is from Grenada. Maybe they're just very similar families but yeah. that's kind of what it's like. My nan doesn't like to talk about where she came from, from the Caribbean, from her childhood and stuff like that. And to be honest, we're running out of time of what we can get out of her because she was just diagnosed with um, Alzheimer's. Sorry to hear that. That's okay. But it's early. Yeah. But realistically that's a very limited space of time of what we can actually know from her past or from her childhood or where Mm. she came from because she came to england at like 18 you know so and then i think the rest of her family either live in america or they've they've died
2: okay i think um how can i word it a few, a few years ago, we had a, um, a a travesty in our family, and what it brought about a couple of years after—not immediately—but it brought out my parents opening up and mm. discussing things about their how they met, what it was like growing up in their culture. Maybe it's just we were of the age that like we could understand. Like we, yeah. were, we were all adults by that point—me uh, yeah. me and my siblings. Maybe, maybe it was just that I don't know. But it, it got to that point in our lives before we asked those questions and before we had those kind of discussions and you start finding that stuff about your dad and he's like, oh, that's why you told me not to do that. Why didn't you tell me you used to, you used to, you used to do it yourself? Like, now I understand it. It wasn't, you understand, because your parents always, your parents, you see elders as, yeah, what do you know, what do you know? And then until I had this conversation, I realized my dad was worse than me. He, he did worse stuff than I did. So I understand he's like, I'm talking from experience. I'm not just talking because I'm trying to yeah mess up your fun. Yeah. Maybe it's a situation that you could go to uh, the elder now and say, listen, we are in this situation. There's ties that we don't have. There's there's connections that are not as strong as I want them to be. You know, I've, here's your, your, your grandchild or your great grandchild. I'm trying to link this all together. Yeah. So that, you know, and maybe coming at them like that with some, I guess what it comes down to is emotional blackmail. Help, help me out because I can't do it all myself. I need you all to help me. So maybe I'll try that you know yeah that's true because
0: that's true. Yeah. we can have those conversations with our parents but our pa- my mom grew up in the same place that i grew up in <laughs> do you know what i mean so her experience when she says you know as a child what she would have done it just feels like we're a lot closer do you yeah. know what i mean but it doesn't come with culture it just comes with we both grew up in Albert grove and then she's gonna tell me what she did as a teenager and then she knows what i do you know what i mean and i can relate on that yeah. way yeah. but it just feels like we're a lot of doesn't feel like we are closer obviously to our parents and it doesn't feel like our parents are so far away from us and you You say it's
2: culture it's not culture but i think it is because cultures are changing back in the day our parents did certain things with their parents and that's how it was and things were not allowed you didn't say this you didn't talk back you didn't and then our parents softened up a bit and we are softening up more now so the kind of relationship I'm going to have with my child is going to be different than the relationship I had with, with my parents. So because do you
0: think your level of discipline then for your daughter and for your... It's an
2: Nigerian level of discipline, i put it that way. Is it? Is yeah. it going to be? It's not going to be. It is. It is, okay. It is. Like that was one of the... Okay, let's go right back to the beginning when we are talking about this dating thing and... and me saying I wouldn't date somebody that had a child yes I had a long list of things that I wouldn't date somebody with or a long I had a very 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 long list okay I'm really really picky I'm fussy because I don't want mistakes that I could avoid mistakes will happen but not mistakes that I actually see it happening yeah and I'm just walking down that road anyways so one of those things was uh, I believe in smacking your children right so I wouldn't go out with somebody that wouldn't smack their children
3: Right. Okay. Not
2: even somebody that doesn't believe in smacking children. I wouldn't even go to somebody that wouldn't do it themselves because at some point you're going to, if you wouldn't do it, you're, you're, you're not going to like the fact that I'm, I'm going to do it and yeah. I'm going to do it. Right. So, um, that's, I have that, when you talked about uh, discipline, that's where my head went dire- directly. Yeah. Because I believe in that. I think it makes a massive difference to the raising of a child. You don't have to smack a child to raise them. You don't have to smack a child to raise them well. But I actually do believe it helps. It makes things quicker and easier.
0: I think it depends. I think for me when I, my son was younger I had no issues with like the with smacking when they're smaller because they don't necessarily they can't you can't communicate with them so that they know what they should and shouldn't be doing.
3: Mm.
0: I think when it gets to a, a certain age and you can communicate with them verbally about what they should and shouldn't be doing, I then struggle with the thought of smacking him. And I feel like it gets to a point where, it'll probably get to a point where he gets older and then I feel like I need to smack him, but he'll be too big. <laughs> <laughs> or something, do you know what I mean? Mm. But it, at the age that he's at now, where he's seven, it's just a bit like, I, know, I don't ever really feel like you, he's done anything
1: that's so bad that I should smack him for.
2: Okay.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd, I think, I don't remember my parents from, I'm going to say like eight, nine. I don't remember them smacking me. When I was younger, my dad used to, just tell me to hold out my hand i knew i was going to get a smack on my hand but when i was older no nothing i didn't get smacked as a child i would get you know if i did something i'd get shouted at and things taken from me as a form of punishment that's that was my kind of discipline in a sense okay you were this oh i used to remember i used to be so bad at school and my mum would call me from the station and ask me to meet her because she's got loads of bags that she needs to carry in. So I'd go and meet her at the station and she's got no bags and we'd turn around and go to school. And I knew when I... <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, I've got loads of bags. So I was like, okay, I met her at the station. And i be like, where well, are your bags? She goes, I don't have any bags. Your teacher called me. We're going to your school. And I knew when I got home that I would have something like Sims was taken off me a lot. Like, that was my form of punishment. Not to the point where I was ever like smacked i can't even remember
2: that's mad to me t- if my parents took fun? away the computer game which i wouldn't even bother then i would go to bed with a big smile on my face because that was not punishment to me
0: and that's the thing Do you know it's so funny my mom used to punish me all the time right but i used to take it as a joke she used to when i got to a teenager and i just was disrespectful she would take my phone and then i'll just be like, all right cool take the phone like <laughs> the phone's gone and then i'm gonna get it back and then One time, or she would ground me. You're not allowed to go out for like a month. Mm. Okay, fine. I will stay home. And then I will go back out. Or once the month's over, it doesn't really matter to me. Mm. And one time she said, give me your phone. I said, no, I'm not giving it to you. (laughs) And then what? Well, because she, she, then I didn't give it to her. See, this is how I I know.
2: (laughs) Before you told me you're not Nigerian, this is how I know you're Nigerian. You're not Nigerian because you wouldn't be alive if, if, if you were Nigerian. <laughs> what
0: she did was she cut off my, she cut my service Your finger? Off. No, she cut my <laughs> service Because if you're Nigerian, that's, that's what I have to ask. Is it your finger that she
2: cut off or your toe? Which, which one was it?
0: No. So that's what I mean. Like it is, those sorts of punishments, it is kind of just like, all right, cool. Well, you take it what you want and I'll get it back eventually. You're going to give it back to me. Unless you're taking it forever. Yeah. But then it's not the end of the world, isn't it? Like, when I'm I'm I think not, about I, it in that sense, <laughs> I think yeah. to myself, that kind of punishment is not going to do it like especially if your child is on some wayward path type thing that isn't gonna do it but i, I still struggle slightly with the whole smacking thing
1: yeah when you are yo- when you're younger i mean you know how much sims means to me like <laughs> <laughs> when she took that away <laughs> when she took that away because my mom never let me play play out or stuff mm. so me going home after school even secondary school i'd go home and play sims but when she would when i was younger and she would take away like toys and stuff that really affected me and i think one time i remember i was like 17 so i was like Come to a big woman I, I ran out of the house i ran to my uncle's <laughs> i left the house
0: but what because she took your sims no no oh no no oh. she took my sims
1: um i think it was something to do with my phone bill that it was high no but i
0: don't understand why you ran out of the house I'm oh curious, but what happened here
1: because i felt like what was it? We just had a really, really big argument, a really big argument, and she was saying all very all these hateful things and I was very emotional and upset. So I, I put on my coat and I ran out of the house. Mm. And what was even sadder was that when I got to my uncle, she didn't realise I was gone. She didn't realise <laughs> <actually laughs> you left. No. Oh, and my uncle, like I live in Dagenham my uncle lives in Hybrid Lisington. Okay. So when he I got to the house had like, literally it was just it was it was a hot, hot mess. But discipline was different from me to my brother. Older the younger? Younger,
2: he got it better or worse.
1: Um, he got it a little bit better. My brother's autistic as well, Mm. but there were certain things like my mum would let me do, just not even punishment. Like I couldn't go out play with my friends. I couldn't have my friends come round stuff like that, and even asking for extravagant gifts for Christmas and birthdays. Even though I got a lot for Christmas and birthdays, Asha got like asher wanted a psp he got a psp asher wanted an xbox he got an xbox asher wants um a chelsea kit asher got a chelsea kit
2: what's what's the age difference if you don't mind me asking oh crap oh. just generally five ten I think i i'm
1: wait i can't do maths i'm 28 is it like seven years
2: yeah yeah seven years and he's the last one now yeah and you're the first Mm-hmm. the last ones for one is always spot that's the standard yeah but why though not when
0: it's two of you my sister's not spoiled you, same you, two of us.
2: But that's why i asked the age gap as well what's yeah. the age gap between me and your oh, sister oh we're 17 months apart so that's the thing so it, yeah just she's like youngest twins. but it's the same <laughs> parents get mellow as they get well people in general get more mellow as they get older unless you're a racist then you get more like you probably get more uh, uh, more racist <laughs> as you get older but in general with your children you, you tend to get more mellow and you learn from the mistakes so this is why it's not applicable to you you learn from the mistakes with your first date then you and you implement that on your second advice and, and continuing on. So by the time you get to your second, third, fourth child, especially if there's a big gap like seven years, you don't learn so much. Also it depends when your when your your parent had you. If you, if she was really strict as a as a young younger person, then just by the time they get to a certain age I'll mellow that. I understand that there are certain things I did before. Maybe I should not, I not be doing that.
0: Mm, so I think I'm gonna be stricter.
2: With the with If more I have children. more children.
0: I think I'll be stricter because I feel like I would have learned as well. My, me and my son, we're, it's not that we're close in age, but once he gets older, mm. we will be quite like, I'll still be young, you know? Yeah. When he's 18, I'll be like 30, 40, 39,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And I feel like we just have a very, very v- close relationship.
3: Mm.
0: And not like we're friends, because I'm still his parent and I still have to like parent him. But I just feel like we can talk about more things and we're just closer. I feel like when I get older, if i have children and then i've got i don't know i'm 35 when i have a child or something and i'm just going to be more I, I feel like i'll be stricter i feel like i'll be older so i'll be stricter I feel But like why be though, why?
2: you haven't given me a reason you said you're gonna you're close with your child now because you're
0: i feel like it's just the two of us we have this special relationship where it's just the two of us and we're very close and we can speak to each other and it's kind of like a friendship even though it's not because he's a child okay so i just feel like if i had more kids i would probably be i don't know i feel like this is this adulting thing right where it's like i am i am an adult but sometimes i've really struggled to believe that i'm actually an adult
1: no you had you you've basically you know you had those like young mums and like my mum's best friend she had her son when she was very young and she was like we grew up together because the, you 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 did and in the, in a sense you you grown up together so when you feel like you're an adult adult even though you're an adult now I get what you mean when you say you're going to be. You feel like you'll be a bit more stricter with your kids because I'm adu- like it's a form of adulting. Does that make sense?
2: I don't like this adulting term, anyways. And I guess <laughs> I guess it, I guess it, I was like in my late thirties when I had my child. So I guess maybe I can't maybe I can't relate to what you're saying because yeah. I feel if I had a child really really young, I don't, I don't know what I'd be like. Anyways, yeah. I'd, I'd, I don't know. What and
0: I'd the be. thing is, it's not that I was like really really young. Mm-hmm. It's just that I feel like I was. I still feel like I was a child, mm. even though technically I wouldn't have been a child. I but can, I feel like I was a I'll child. i get you there. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes even now, however many years on, eight years on, I still sometimes, even though I have to pay my own bills and I live in my own place and I you know, run my own car and I do all these adulting things, sometimes I'm still a bit like, oh my God, I feel like this is like you know when you expect certain things from your parents because Mm. you feel like they're the adults Mm. and like you still feel like you're the child yeah that's kind of sometimes how I feel even though I'm clearly an adult
2: I don't necessarily know if that ever goes away
0: oh I don't know are you going to get it because I was speaking (laughs) I don't know why I'm in charge of answering the door (laughs) but then the next oh god anyways which one is it? the top one Yes, maybe it never goes away. But I feel like when I get to my late thirties I'll feel like a proper adult and I'll be more strict with my children. In
2: your late 30s. Okay. Who knows?
0: Who know literally who knows?
2: I know um something I, I I what I found funny was people in their nineties. Alright, my my age would look to maybe even your age or a bit younger and say, What do you know, wait till you wait till you get older? Yeah. And then somebody twenty years older than me will say the same thing about me, wait till you get, what do you know, wait till you get older. Yeah. But then my mum. Her 90 year old, so somebody 20 years uh, senior to my mum would say, still say the same thing to my mum. It's true. And then so that's when I realised, well, you never stop learning, you never stop growing. No,
0: because you would think if someone an 18 year old comes to you to try and tell you something, try to tell me something. I like, well, I'm sorry, you're mm. a child. Yeah, get away from me.
2: But I feel the same way about people <laughs> about in, the, in their late <laughs> 20s, man. And I just, I just have to just. Uh, it's just funny. It's funny to me sometimes because yeah. I know at that age I still didn't know nothing. Because you think you know something, but then.
0: You, you don't, really. you true. know a lot more than you knew before. Like I said, at nineteen twenty, I felt it's like I knew nothing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, of
3: course.
2: But at
0: good. the time, I would have thought like I knew a lot of things. Exactly, that's right. Now I look at you didn't know anything.
2: Yeah, it's about your frame of mind at the time. Because at 18, you think, yeah, yeah, wouldn't you, yeah what kind of 25 year old or 28 uh, year old tell me that I don't know at 18? Until you get to 28 and you realize at 18, you realize you didn't know nothing. No. But then, me as a 39 year old f- is saying, at 29, you didn't know nothing. You don't know no, that. and
0: I actually do believe that though. I do believe there's a lot, like I don't, I know there's many things for me to learn, and many experiences for me to have. I I think that now. Let's
2: hope so. Let's hope you never stop growing because that's the beauty in life, then, isn't it? We should always be looking back on ourselves and saying, we we now know more than we did before.
0: Okay, I feel like that was a, like a really nice ending to I the did podcast. That on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah like I'm, I'm good at this podcast and stuff. You get me. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, this is this is perfect. Okay. Yeah, so we are at the end of this week's podcast. And we want to say thank you to Stavros for joining us.
2: Thank you for allowing me to come on into your space and, and to invade it.
0: It was great. We enjoyed it. I think we learnt loads. Yeah, we did.
2: Yeah, we definitely did. Yeah, we need to talk more offline.
1: Oh, God, definitely. Uh, definitely with you what
2: me oh d- okay. uh, man i need to give you some advice okay <laughs> <laughs> although you messing up man making some decisions like what happened <laughs> how did i end up like this
0: right if you've got anything that you want to contribute to the episode any thoughts feelings that you had on anything that we've spoken about you can find us on twitter at wtympod or on instagram at word to your mother pod as well um so thank you for listening